Hey, guess what's happening on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with your friend and host, Oscar Camejo. Hey folks, guess what? I am so very convinced that type 2 diabetes is a disease that can be reversed. I can say that with utmost confidence because I did it myself and I know of other people who have done the same as well. You know what? There is no special diet though. There's no magical exercise or miracle drug that anybody can take that will reverse type 2 diabetes. Having lived through one of the worst times of my life though, and being able to bounce back from the struggles of once living with type 2 diabetes, it became my passion to share my story and help others make lifestyle changes to reverse the disease. That's why I launched this podcast in the first place. In fact, this week marks the one-year anniversary of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast Season 1. And if you've been listening to this show since day one, I want to give you a big shout out and say thank you, thank you, thank you for being such a faithful listener. I really appreciate the love and support. And you know, in honor of the show reaching its one-year anniversary, I thought, why not re-air my very first episode, which I believe is so very relevant to where we are today. You know, I've listened to that episode before recording this episode probably like three or four times, and I never get tired of hearing that episode because it was just so raw, so authentic, and so personal. You know what? Since airing that very first show, I've had a number of my listeners refer to that show and tell me how much that episode moved them to begin making lifestyle changes in their own lives in order to achieve better health. That episode, that very first episode is still one of my listeners' favorite episodes. It's one of the most downloaded episodes till this day. Again, it's raw, it's authentic, it's so personal, and it's very practical. People want to know that they're listening to advice and getting information from somebody who's raw and authentic. And so me, I'm living proof that type 2 diabetes is not the end, my friend. If I can transform my life, so can you. So folks, stick around to hear what convinced me that type 2 diabetes can be reversed. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Beating Diabetes podcast with me, your host, Oscar Cameo. Man, that sounds good. <laughs> Wow. So it's been a journey, y'all. And like I said in the intro, I used to be 268 pounds. But before I get into the details of my journey, I just wanted to kind of talk about me and my story and kind of what this whole podcast is all about and what it is going to be and what it's not going to be. This is season one, episode one, the very, very first episode. Can you guys believe it? The day that I decided to actually start this uh, podcast, I had gotten a call from a friend of mine who said, hey, I've been seeing your social media post and I've seen the dramatic transformation that you've gone under, you know, reversing type two diabetes. Man, I need help. I was driving and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, yeah, you need to go ahead and take this 
to the next level. Now you see, depending on where you found me, um, this all started actually on TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok. And I was encouraged a while ago to start TikTok. And I um, I was like, oh yeah, but that's for kids, you know, who do like trending dances. I can dance, but I'm not going to get up there and dance. Lo and behold, I decided one day during lunch to go and just pull over into this parking lot of a movie theater. And I just pressed record and just took maybe two to three minutes just to tell my story. And I did not know and even intend for that video to go viral. <laughs> um, that video took off and I literally was just telling my story. And 90,000 views later, which you know may not be a lot to some, but I'm proud of my 90,000, okay? Give me a break. 90,000 views later, here we are with the podcast. And people from all around the world, literally, are commenting and liking and sharing that one video and the other videos that I have on TikTok. But before I get into more of that story, I want to tell you kind of what this podcast is for and who it's for. It's for people who are struggling with managing diabetes. And you need motivation, inspiration, and you just feel stuck. Maybe you just learned that you have type 2 diabetes or that you're diabetic or pre-diabetic. And you're kind of freaking out. Breathe. It's not the end of the world. I'm living proof that it's not the end of the world. And I know in different situations, you have people who have more advanced um, situations but I still want to encourage you not to give up. This podcast, people, is to help motivate you to live a focused, fit, and feel alive. This podcast, I'm going to be straightforward. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be myself. That's the only way I know to be. You know, um, I'm not a medical professional, so let me say that straight up from the beginning. I'm not a registered dietitian. I'm not even in the medical field. My background is in marketing and communications, and I'm a photographer and a videographer. <laughs> That's my background. I'm, I don't like to say regular or average, but I'm just a guy who back in 2019, you know, was severely overweight. I ended up being hospitalized a year later after not taking the advice of my physician with changing my eating and exercise and so forth. Like I said, this is going to be straight talk is going to be coming from a place of somebody who's been there, kind of where you are now. Um, and it's not going to be a podcast where I'm pushing medications and pushing, you know, this miracle drug, take this pill and you're going to lose weight in like two seconds. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to provide inspiration, motivation. Some people have asked me for coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching. Yeah. So let me give you a little bit of my backstory. Um, people look at my last name, Kamejo, and they're like, 
First of all, it's kind of hard to pronounce when you first see it, right? <laughs> so it's Camejo, C-A-M-E-J-O. It's actually a Hispanic last name. Um, I'm originally from Miami, Florida, born to a Cuban father and a Jamaican mother. When my dad came from Cuba in the 60s, I want to say, yeah, in the 60s, and my mom came right around the same time from Jamaica. They obviously they didn't know each other. They met. The story's still kind of weird. Anyway, um, my dad didn't know much English and my mom didn't know much Spanish. But hey, they met and had a great time. I think there was some mutual friend that introduced them. And so here I come. <laughs> The only kid between this Cuban guy and this Jamaican mom. So why do I even bring that up? In my household, food was interestingly good. Now, if you know anything about Caribbean food, you know that Caribbeans like to cook with uh, some most, I should say, with a lot of flavor. You know, we do a lot of rice, you know, I mean, you name it. So that's why I like flavor in my food. You know, it could be a high sodium, high salt dish, pork, oxtails, beef. Man, I can name all kinds of dishes I grew up on. So I grew up eating in a Caribbean household, right? You know, I was pretty thin most of my life. And, you know, I ended up, um, you know, getting married in my 20s and, Fast forward to like in my 30s, life circumstances, things happen and, and so forth. So I moved to Atlanta with my family in 1999. I always had like a roller coaster relationship with my weight. <laughs> my dad, uh, every time I would visit back in Miami, you know, he's passed away, by the way. Uh, he passed away in 2018. Every time I would go back to Florida to go visit my folks, my dad would always comment about my weight. Son, you're too skinny. Son, you're, don't eat so much. <laughs> you're too big, <laughs> you know? So, but we've always had a great relationship. Don't get me wrong. I love my dad to life. I've had a great relationship with both of my parents. <clears throat> and so I just had like this, you know, thing in my mind, okay, when I go down to Florida, I know dad's going to say something about my weight. Okay, get it. Did I develop a complex around, around my weight? Uh, I don't know. I can't say that for sure. But what I do know is there came a point in my life where I was working for Delta Airlines at the time. And I remember going up and down some flight of steps because they're like, hey, you know, get better physically. You know, they recommend walking up and down the steps and whatnot. Instead of just taking the elevator, you know, and also park further away in the parking lot and, you know, just kind of do some exercises that way. Right. But I wasn't a part of a gym, wasn't doing anything but just trying to um do right and so anyway i was walking up and down i was walking up these flight of steps i want to say i was either on the fourth or sixth floors where my office was and i just remember feeling very winded i mean i felt gassed 
like, what's going on here? So, but I felt like this pressure in my chest and it didn't feel, feel good at all. So I went to my doctor and had my doctor to do some tests on my heart and they had me do some stress tests and whatnot. So it was like, hey, this is not good. You know, then they took, sent me to a specialist and the guy was like, yeah, there's something kind of going on with your heart. So I ended up going and getting this procedure where they're like, hey, we're, we're, we need to put a catheter uh, in your heart, a stent, so not a catheter, a stent in your heart. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? I'm a fairly healthy guy, you know? I remember just during that time thinking about what is happening here and what's really going on. Let me fast forward the story a little bit. So I went and was laying on this procedure. I'm awake, you know, and they proceeded to put this thing up my arm, you know, and they're telling me, you know, going up your arm so we can get into your heart and see what's really going on so we can put the stent in. And so the, the doctor was like, wait, hold on. Um, Oscar, there's nothing wrong with your heart. I said, what? He said, your, your valves are like perfect. So in that instant, I was like, no, you're joking, right? You guys have this dye in my body. I'm here on this table. I went through all this stress test a couple months ago, and I was kind of offended. Like, I don't get to get, to get a stint. <laughs> Not really offended, but you, you get the point. So anyway, they pulled the thing out, and it was like, yeah, just go back to your doctor. You know, we'll talk about these results and whatnot, but you don't need a stint. So I'm like, so what was all this about? And it was stress. I was under a lot of stress at that time, folks. So it was, it was something. I tell you about the whole heart situation. And a lot of people don't even know about that. Even close friends. Still in 2019, after going to the doctor, just kind of doing like regular checkup and, and so forth, I learned that I was pre-diabetic. And the doctor was like, yeah, you know, you have these, the, the signs of it are, you know, you fatigue, you know, um, you have these dark rings around your neck, you know, there's discoloration around my neck. And what else did she say? And she looked down at my legs and saw some discoloration at my legs. And, she, you know, we had done some blood work. So we were reviewing the blood work uh, as well. And she was like, hey, you're at risk of developing um, type 2 diabetes. So you can beat this. You can prevent it early on by changing your diet. You know, you got to lose weight. And so um, the doctor at the time, yeah, it was a nurse practitioner, was basically saying, hey, you need to start a Mediterranean diet. So she gave me this sheet of paper and like sent me on my way. So it was up to me to, <laughs> you know, follow it. And I kind of was like, 
okay, cool. I think I tried it for maybe a week and but I kind of left out of there like, hey, you know, I don't have diabetes, so I'm not going to lose any limbs. So I just didn't take it seriously. And then this was August 2020. So that was 2019, right? Sometime in 2019, the pre-diabetic diagnosis. So fast forward to 2020 in the thick of the pandemic, I had gone to the doctor again to just do a checkup. I wasn't feeling well, so I scheduled a, a doctor visit. And I want to say that doctor visit was either on a Tuesday or Thursday, something. It was during the week and, you know, did some blood work and, and so forth. So, but in the meantime, I'm like, I was feeling kind of like sluggish, but I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go get a dessert. So I, I never forget it. I went to this ice cream place and got uh, double fudge brownies with some vanilla ice cream on it. You know, I love brownies. I haven't had any in since then, since, well, anyway, sidetrack. So I had the brownies that week and then fast forward to Sunday morning. I remember getting a call from my doctor and they were like, go to the emergency room now. Stop whatever you're doing. Your blood sugar is severely elevated. And I forget how high it was. I need to look back at some records, but it was high enough for them to say, hey, get you behind to <laughs> the um, the emergency room. Now, before I go into that, I forgot to tell you that what led me to go to the doctor in 2020 was not only was I feeling tired one uh, week, but I was going to the bathroom urinating and going every 15 minutes. It felt like it was every 15 minutes and I was just tired. And I remember driving, just feeling like, man, I'm about to pass out. And I didn't like that. I didn't know what was going on. So fast forward to that Sunday, getting that call, I dropped everything. Um, and I was actually dropped off at the hospital. They ran some tests and it was like, sir, did you know that you're diabetic? You have diabetes, type two diabetes. I was like, what? N no. Then everything just hit me like, oh, wow. The doctor was right. The nurse practitioner was right. It got you, man. <laughs> Blood sugar got you. God, man. So not only that, but I was severely dehydrated, which explained the going to the bathroom and I was just losing a lot of fluid and I was losing weight, but it wasn't the right way. I could tell something was wrong. My voice was raspy. So I went in the hospital on a Sunday and then, um, you know, they put me on fluids. They put me on meds. Um, they said they were going to contact my doctor. They put me on insulin and all this stuff. And I was like, man, God, I don't want to die. Yeah. So that's a little bit of my backstory. And I realized, man, there was a need for change. 
finally, I needed to change my life and get my ish together, get my life together. This is a clean podcast. Children may be listening. So I had to get my stuff together, man. So ah, I just remember sitting in that hospital. Like, dude, you got to you got to you got to change, man. You got to decide what you're going to do. You got to take this stuff seriously because I literally felt like I was going to die. That's not a good feeling. At all. So. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast by encouraging you to stay tuned to the next episode. I'm going to go a little bit more in depth into my story, because when I went to the doctor following the hospital, uh, the hospitalization, he was like, yeah, dude, you need to change your life or else you're going to (laughs) die. Yeah. So on the next episode of Beating Diabetes with me, your host, Oscar Camejo. Be prepared. I was thinking about a title for that one. That one's going to be called The Walrus and the Ring. Yes. The Walrus and the Ring. What does that mean? It was how I was thinking about myself through the whole situation of being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and even my mindset about my weight and how I looked and how I felt myself. Hence, you know, I thought of myself just as this big walrus. And at the time I was married. So hence, the walrus and the ring. Stay tuned for the next episode of this wonderful podcast that's going to motivate you, that's going to inspire you to live a focused, fit lifestyle where you can feel alive. Well, there you have it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this rebroadcast of this special edition. It means a lot to me that you guys stuck around to hear this re-air of the show. As you heard, it was a powerful story. Folks, I believe in my heart that if you start putting together a plan to practically turn your life around and make the necessary lifestyle changes to reverse and even prevent type 2 diabetes, you are going to see your results. So until next time, folks, like I always say, hey, stay focused, keep moving, never go back, leap forward, bounce back because you can, my friend, and above all else, trust God. You got this. I believe in you. Be sure to visit the website at www.beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com for access to free resources and other information that will help you along your journey. If you would like to submit a question or comment about the show or to learn more about the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle, you can always email me at hello at beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician. 
or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner. It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.